Hi all, this is Saskia. I did a talk not long ago uh, about returning back to school after lockdown and uh, a parent sort of roadmap back what to do beforehand, what can be done beforehand and what parents can do to help that transition for their children back to school. Uh, So I've put it up on a podcast for you and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome. I'm so glad that you could get the time to um, join us tonight. And just together, if we just work through a few ideas and thoughts and understandings, we can all help towards making that transition back a bit easier because this is a new, uh, new territory. If we'd been in Melbourne, we'd probably understand a little bit better. But um, certainly for Sydney, this long period of time, it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks just to see how things how things land, so to speak. But I think we can do a few things that can make it a lot easier as well. So just uh, thinking firstly about the fact that we all we're all going to have a lot of mixed feelings about about returning. Even as parents, we're going to have mixed feelings about letting our kids go, you know, and and allowing them to go out the front door even because they've been on um, home territory for so long. So even from our point of view, we're going to have mixed feelings about it. We'll be glad to sort of be able to feel like we're moving forward again. But there may be things that we we were happier about as well, that we actually enjoyed about it there may be things that we um that we learnt along the way and that that's that's fine it's a that's a great thing to have and each of us even in our family environment each uh, family member is going to have perhaps different feelings about what's going to happen as well depending on their age depending on how um, they perceived the situation depending on whether you as parents were working or not working whether you were there all the time not there all the time so there's a whole bunch of different situations and lots of mixed feelings and that's okay and a lot of the time with mixed feelings or any type of feelings it's just uh, being heard and having those feelings accepted that makes a big difference in uh, in allowing uh, allowing us to actually move past those feelings too. So our children are very dependent on how we're feeling and uh, they're going to look to us to decide for themselves whether this is all okay, this next step, or whether there's something that they need to be concerned about. And I was um, liken it to being in the plane Uh, if you're flying in a plane we're not used to planes we don't know everyday situations how planes travel all the time different turbulence etc but the cabin crew they're very aware they know what happens in a plane they're used to it they do it all the time everything's fine and so when we have a bit of turbulence the first thing we're going to do is look to that cabin crew for uh, to see whether there's something we need to be worried about or not. If they're as calm as anything and still handing out the coffee and tea, then all is fine. If they're running back to their seats and putting their seatbelts on, then we're going to think, right, there's something we need to worry about. So our children are the same. They're watching us and they're watching every move we're making, our tone of voice, our stress levels, 
whether we are uh, calm about things or whether we're not, whether we are accepting of the that the move to go back to school is is a step that is that's going to happen and there is kind of no real discussion entered into whether we are or not we we are and so what do we do now and what's mum and dad you know how do they sound about that step do they sound calm about it do they sound like they've done their due diligence on whether it's the right move or not uh, and do they sound like they uh, have they're not concerned and so therefore I as you know a child who is totally dependent on that atmosphere is is not concerned so be fully aware of that as we go through these steps be aware that you when when you're learning this now you're even being here tonight is allowing you to to do your due diligence so that you can make sure that you've got a good helicopter view of what's happening and so that you can demonstrate that to your children as well so that they can feel that and understand that everything looks like that's a good move to make okay so that means taking care of your own mindset so if you're concerned still about uh, making these moves or about what's actually going to be happening this is a time to find out for yourself as well. So extra things about what's actually going to be happening so that you can let your child know in a really calm way, then do that. Um, so taking care of yourself means that um, we need to be calm and we need to be calm enough to be able to have give them the time to be able to listen to their concerns and to their feelings about everything. Uh, and it also means that you're able to be present and not have any worries that you might have or any fears that you might have interfere with how you're interacting with your children. So as I said before, if there's something that you're feeling anxious about, if you're feeling a bit unnerved about, which is quite understandable, just stepping outside this afternoon and going for a walk without my mask on, maybe have to think twice so I kind of was walking down the street trying to remind myself is this okay and hang on a moment am I right with this or should I be still be wearing my mask am I sure did I read it right or you know so everybody's going to be uh you know a little bit sort of on edge about whether we're following the the next changes the next rules and those those rules and changes are quite fluid as well as you know they, they're not necessarily going to be um, rules and changes that you can really think about for a long period of time they may change quite quickly as I already said I think that there's discussion because we're moving towards the 80% mark that there is discussion about at the end of the week having some more um, lesser uh, restrictions um, coming into place soon in the next few days perhaps even so things are quite fluid and it's moving along faster and so we might we might be in a situation where we need to really you know keep up that discussion with our children so that we can keep them in the loop all the time that way they don't get any kind of surprises suddenly um, so hold some discussions on school returning you know even at dinner time um, if you're sitting down together 
you know, raise it then. Bring it up with them. Ask them how they're feeling about it. And include that the whole family in, in that planning process because the more you include them in the decisions and the changes that you might make at home and, and the changes in uh, routine that you may make coming up now to, to going back to school, the more they're involved in those changes and they feel included in the discussion and uh, have, are being heard about how they feel about them, the, the easier, the more they will be um, okay with it, the more they're going to comply with uh, the requests that you might have for them to move forward. So make sure that, that, that every family member is heard. So if you're going to be sitting down together, you know, even have a talking stick or something so that everybody can have an opportunity to have a say or an opportunity to express their concerns about what's going to happen now. And those concerns could be, there's there's a few areas that, that these concerns will be coming from, and that is from just being outside of the house, being at school and what's going to be happening at school, and also from a safety point of view as well. So there's a few areas there that they're going to be thinking about and they're going to uh, possibly have a number of concerns about. And the more we're able to answer those concerns and give them a good helicopter picture of why it's okay and why they don't need to be too concerned uh, and what's put in place for their concerns so that they don't have to again. They're all very important discussions to have about it. So be clear and matter of fact that going back to school will be happening. There's, it's, that's kind of, kind of like a fait accompli. It's going to, it's, it's, um, it's actually happening. So there's no real question as to you know, whether they want to or don't want to go to school. The question is, how do we make it so that you are okay in going to school? How do we make it so that you feel safe and comfortable about going back? How do we make it so that you can even be excited about going back? And uh, what, what do you need to have in place to be able to do that? And that might be different for each member of the family, uh, depending on age. You know? So uh, that's why it's important for each of them to be able to feel that their own voice is heard and their own uh, concerns uh, are covered as well. You'll be there to support them, let them know that. Let them know that you'll be there to support them and work out ways that uh, will make it fun or, and exciting. And, uh, and that you're, you're, that's, that's what you want to be doing. You want to be there side by side with them, uh, m- moving along that process, making sure that the knowledge that you have gets brought into play to support them and what they need to be able to do that. So let them know that they're safe. And uh, I suppose if you have any concerns about uh, what's been put in place at school for that, uh, if you're or if you're unsure about what's been put in place at school, then let them know. You know what day they're going to be returning because there's different two different weeks of, of returning depending on what year they're in. Uh, let them know the reasons why it can happen based on medical advice and, and the advice from, from uh, health authorities and, and what the school is doing to ensure that it will be very safe for them. 
uh, how the majority of the population, especially school staff, will be, you know, fully vaccinated and will have um, wearing masks, etc. So explain that to them as well. How the government weighs up all the information from all experts to ensure that we are safe and that they've done that all the way along. And, uh, you know, you can talk about that where, you know, they've had um, press conferences every day to inform everyone about what the discussion is and what the statistics that they're looking at, how they're feeling about that. So give them a bit of a bit of an overview so that they can see that we are, you know, really looking into and discerning uh, the, the decisions and the changes that are being made. Let them know that it's completely normal to have mixed emotions, including fear, but also hopefully a bit of excitement as well. And talk to them about those emotions and what uh, the thoughts, what their thoughts are surrounding that too. So, yeah, let them know that it is it's perfectly normal to be feeling a little bit anxious about what might be coming up because fear of the unknown is always something that that will tend to make you feel a little bit anxious about if you're not sure how it's going to go uh, but that every step of the way there'll be information there'll be discussion and they'll be able to talk about and express how they're feeling about that so start at home and that's why we thought let's have a talk about this this week still before school goes back next week because now is a is a really good time to put in those routines start changing the routines adjusting them from what they were now in order to make sure that everyone was safe happy and respected at home uh, now it's a matter of making sure that everyone feels safe happy and respected about the transition back to school so practice you know if you're practicing good hygiene at home already it's not going to be something that they have to try and remember and think want worry that they're not going to get it right worry that they're not going to do it right so those things of course include washing hand washing their hands with soap singing happy birthday so that they wash for at least a reasonable amount of time um, coughing or sneezing into their elbow keeping 1.5 distance away from the other kids practicing at home so that second nature when they return to school because this will reinforce with them that they they're sticking to those things what they already know and what they already do so it it's not something they have to think oh my gosh i hope i can get that right on the day when i return back to school uh, look out for any signs of stress so sometimes our, uh, particularly younger children don't necessarily just come up to us and go I'm feeling really anxious about this often they'll they'll express that or communicate that through their actions so keep look a look out for those signs so if children are showing stress um, by you know being a bit more clingy than usual uh, by being uh, maybe a lot quieter than usual maybe the other siblings are sort of going about their normal thing but one might be particularly quieter than usual uh, any any display of challenging behaviors so uh, because when when people are anxious I mean even when adults are anxious sometimes we can 
uh, we can lash out or um, react uh, in, a, in a bigger way than we might normally do and so children are the same they'll you know act out in with some challenging behaviors if they're feeling anxious or concerned or nervous or stressed about uh, what might be coming up ahead uh, let them know that it's normal to feel uneasy and to talk to them about what they might need in order to make the transition as easy as possible so so if you're noticing it give them that extra time maybe an extra discussion maybe an extra discussion as a family again getting together again just sort of sitting down again letting them all express how they feel that allows if one child is feeling a bit nervous it allows them to hear that the other children are also feeling a little bit nervous uh, and it makes them feel like less that it's you know something that only they are experiencing if they can hear that others are experiencing that as well. Uh, you can use role playing or have them draw or write about their worries. Uh, if they role playing, if they if they're worried about you know coming back to school and leaving leaving you, you might role play how that's going to look, what you're going to do, say maybe we'll have a special uh, kind of hug and kiss and goodbye before we leave each other on the morning let's practice that so there's a couple of ways of being able to just um, let them go into into school uh, some kids uh, might be worried about the schoolwork that they've done up till now they might be concerned that now okay we're going back to school here I'm gonna now be in comparison with the whole class again whereas up till now I was just comparing with myself so there's there might be concerns that they're not they might not have they might feel that they haven't actually done the their best work and it might not be up to scratch and they might feel that they might be behind the rest of the class uh, even thinking to the point where you know some of them will be aware that there are some kids some children or students who have been at school the whole time and so they're going to be thinking maybe I'm one of the only ones who hasn't been at school and and I'm going to stand out because I don't know my work or I haven't done my work or I've done my work but you know I, I didn't do it as well as I normally would so those concerns may actually start to come to the surface a little bit more as well as they get closer and closer to the point where they will be facing up to that when they reach the classroom so talk to them about that and um, let them express their feelings about that and also talk to them about the fact that look the achievements made over the 100 days of lockdown not necessarily going to be just academic achievements they're going to be things that they've learnt during lockdown and those things could be anything far away from academic learning it could be about uh, how to how to uh, solve problems together without arguing with siblings it could be about you know how much exercise you you need to do when you're uh, not doing everyday exercise at school it could be about cooking a cake it could be anything that they've done over that period that's not necessarily an academic achievement but is an achievement in itself and so even though the learning may not necessarily be 
what they expected of themselves academically, they, they still have learnt in a different way at home about, different, about new things and about different things. So prepare them for uh, the changes at school. So uh, just go over the way COVID rule changes may affect school, such as um, pick up and drop off time, uh, such as teachers wearing masks, uh, because that only happened, oh, that was only, I think, the last week of um, uh, before lockdown that the teachers were actually wearing masks in the classroom from memory. Uh, talk to them about how what the classes um, what classes will be at school initially so talk about how with kindy that there's only going to be kindergarten in year one and then the following week the rest of the the uh, the school so let kindergarten year one students be particularly made aware of that so that they don't think that the whole school is going to be back all at once so to prepare them for that any changes in, in recess times? Uh, any Ask them if they have any concerns or questions about what will be happening at school. Maybe they might be more concerned about what's going to happen in their own classroom and what the first day's itinerary might be looking like. And if they're particularly concerned about that, you, you might want to just... Um, get in touch with the class teacher and maybe have a bit of an idea so that the so that your child can be able to know at least what what might be happening on the first day back uh, talk to them about the possibility of lots of talk around COVID-19 and vaccinations and all sorts of things amongst the students and let them know that if there's information that they're not sure about or that they hear about and they they're not sure what that means for them to uh to to be to to be okay to ask when they get home and that you will be able to give them a good idea or a good answer to anything that they they hear around you know the playground or the school uh, the classroom environment if they're unsure about it setting up school time routine uh, is going to be pretty important as well uh, because it's a bit like going back from holidays really uh, if you can get them into a, a, a sleep routine to have them uh, getting up around you know time enough to get to school so start doing that even from today get them to bed every night around the same time every night uh, for their body clock to start to click in and start to get working to to be able to allow them to find a good sleep routine so into bed every night the same time whether they go to sleep or not, that's, that doesn't matter. We just make sure that you're lying down ready for sleep. And then after a, a, a couple of days, usually, uh, you'll find that they will start to actually uh, fall asleep around the same time. And that's because their body clock starts to check in and they, their, their body's able to uh, wind down because they, the chemical uh, hormones are very effective in doing that if the brain understands that every time every day it seems to be the same time 
their brain will start to make sure that that the hormones are released and they will become tired and able to sleep wind down to sleep pretty easily so so really good to get them in bed the same time every night and then have them up every morning about the same time as what school will be now that might mean that you might have to wake them up uh, but that's okay because if you wake them up they might be a little bit more tired say tomorrow but tomorrow night when they get put in bed again at the same time then you'll find they'll start to sort of go to sleep quite quickly because they're they're tired because they they haven't actually caught up yet and then you'll see it start to happen that they can sleep the same kind of hours every every day so good idea to start on that um, to um, begin sort of um, adjusting like the the meal times as well uh, so that they're ready for that you might get them to start uh, even talking about what they're going to eat at lunchtime and maybe even, you know, you could even start already to start making food and eating it at those times. So the crunch and sip or whatever, they can cut up the carrots and uh, get the uh, lunches ready and even practice perhaps even making them. It might be a new routine that you can start now, have them make their own lunches it's a fun exercise. You can go through a lot of glad wrap, but um, it's a it's a great if, once they're used to it and once they can do it, it's a really really great thing saving thing for us as parents. Uh, together, uh, get organised and discuss those recess and lunch options. So even you know if you're going to be shopping in the next couple of days, ask them about recess and lunch and see uh, what you can put on the shopping list so that you can get that all ready to go as well at all all these things all these discussions are also helping them to reinforce that it's starting to happen and we're starting to move into this transition and uh, we just gradually a gradual acceptance of what's actually coming up maybe have school bags packed even uh, the night before so that just so that that first morning can run as smoothly as possible and uh and you have plenty of time to be relaxed everybody relax everybody patient with each other uh, so that if there's any little niggly concerns or worries at the last minute that you can still sort of smooth them out uh, with plenty of time on hand when they're back at school uh, just there's going to be a few things just to keep an eye on too because what we what we want to do is that hopefully there are some things that have happened during uh, lockdown that were actually um, that, that you put into place because of lockdown but were actually quite fun or were actually quite uh, something that allowed you to connect with your children better uh, maybe it was playing you know every afternoon a game of, you know or a game of some sort or maybe it was going every afternoon for that walk down to the park and those things if you can keep them still in place in some way or form uh, and discuss that with with the family then then our children are not going to feel like they're losing everything out of this. If it was something uh, being at home was a really um, 
uh, enjoyable experience, then you don't want them sort of thinking, okay, I'm going from this enjoyable experience and I'm going back to school and I'm going to lose that enjoyment in the process. So try and have some of those things to stay and, and to, to, to continue on as, as you move forward still. Uh, make sure that um, in the evening you can talk about you know, how their day was and what went well and what didn't go so well and what their thoughts are about tomorrow. Now, if you can, I've, I've always said this, if you can make a, a separate time for each of your children, uh, usually, you know, could be around bedtime if each of them go to bed, a certain, you know, half an hour in between. Or it might be that, you know, one of them goes to after school activity and you have that time together. So you use that time. But Try and have a time that's regular and consistent every day uh, with each of your children so that they know that they have a space where and a time where they can use that space and time to discuss any worries or concerns that they might have. And hopefully they'll rarely use that time, but when they need it, they'll know they have it. And sometimes when we know we have it, we don't actually need it. It's when we don't feel we have it that we start to feel like we need it. So in other words, just have that ability to connect each day with our, each individually with our children so that they have an opportunity to express any fears or concerns or worries or uh, wanting some advice uh, for tomorrow and try to keep that going on ongoing and that way you can also say to them look you know don't worry too much tomorrow afternoon we'll be here again and we'll we'll be able to talk about it and if it's something if something comes up then we'll tackle that then uh, lockdown may have allowed um, the extra time for parents to connect that's what we said before so try and see if you can continue that time in some way Try to find ways to incorporate that special time into um, the evening so that you can connect with each of them and have that special time. And the first few weeks will probably find that your children will be quite tired and will probably be quite tired as well. More tired than usual because we're going to be much more active and our children are going to be much more active. And um, so... I think certainly in the first few weeks, but you know, ideally even for the, the rest of this term, don't don't go throwing too many activities after school activities and things um, at the end of the day, particularly for year ones, kindies, uh, because it's going to be a, a, a quite a, a exhausting exercise for them as it is to be able to go back and then to have to deal with kind of new maybe new rules and new ways of doing things. Uh, and so having to learn all that, having to make sure that they're doing the right thing and that they're following all the rules, uh, that's enough. By the time they get home, they're going to be exhausted. And uh, so the most important thing is have that connecting time. And um, school activities, not as important at this point. Uh, maybe keep them to a minimum if you can. 
All right, so uh, the other thing going back to school before siblings, so because week, next week will be kindy in year one and the following week's going to be the rest. So it might be a bit difficult for younger siblings to return earlier than the others um, to because you know they're not getting to work from home anymore, but their siblings still are. And that might be a little bit difficult for them to to feel that that's okay and to feel that they might be missing out on what what's going on at home let them know that it's 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 understandable to feel disappointed that all the siblings you know but the older siblings will be returning soon as well following week uh, and you might decide together on a you know a fun activity such as going to the park or playing a game uh, with all the family after school so that they can look forward to that and feel like they're not necessarily missing out on the interaction with with other siblings and family members and ensure that you kind of avoid having too many fun activities or time with the family members who are still at home while the siblings are at school so just you know try to make sure that the real interaction happens when they get back home as well so that they don't feel that they're that they're going to school and missing out um, on that as well because they're already going to school and they're already they already could possibly be feeling like they're missing out on just being at home uh, anymore Uh, lockdown because lockdown would have created some new routines in family life and we might be able to keep those going as well may also include setting new rules and limits which hopefully allowed for everyone to feel happy safe and respected while they're at home together so keep those those rules and limits there still and make adjustments to the rules and limits that can have get, can be loosened a bit now because lockdown's over and because school is in place. And you can try and continue to some uh, some of the after school things like we said before associated um, so that they don't feel that they're completely losing out by now going to school. That they're still going to keep some of the things that were that they really liked and enjoyed during lockdown but they also get to go and see their friends at school that's the ideal way that they can be looking at it so summing up we all know that we're all going to have mixed feelings to to be aware of that and have lots of discussion around that and if you're calm around about returning then they're most likely going to be calm as well it's it's about what we're uh, exampling to them and what messages we're giving to them in our responses to uh, returning back to school Uh, have some regular discussions uh, about their thoughts on returning safety measures in place and any adjustments that are happening at school so that they're not surprised by anything and start back with the school routines from now even if you can uh, definitely next week if the if your child's going back uh, the week after and trying to keep some lockdown rituals and maintain connection where possible and that's it You've been listening to the Saskia and Lita podcast. You can follow Saskia and Lita 1 on Instagram and Facebook and send us your questions, which we'll be able to answer in upcoming episodes. 
You can also listen to the podcast on my website, redirectingchildren.com. If you haven't yet, go to the Apple Podcast and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join us next week. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.